0: today on the marvel cinematic universe podcast daredevil is shaping up and we've got some feedback that we haven't gotten to and we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about all the things that you're talking about maybe not all the things but a lot of the things that you're talking about all that and more for this it's as
1: if daredevil is being born again how meta
0: the man without fear is reborn (laughs) hail hydra Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Mm, Jeff, buddy, what is happening, my friend?
0: I am being played by Arnim Sola.
1: I like it. Do it the whole time. It won't get annoying. <laughs> the entire
0: episode is like this. This is...
1: <laughs> Won't it all. Won't it all be annoying? Yeah. (laughs) It'll be fine. Yeah, What could go wrong? Oh, yeah. Not Uh, offensive to anyone, ever. (laughs) What's been happening, man? What's going on with you this week?
0: This week, sir, I got an offer from a company uh, to take a new job. Ooh,
1: congrats, bud. Yeah. You're out there in uh, (laughs) L.O.I.
0: In L I. (laughs) yeah well it's it's remote so i can work from anywhere Ooh, um, cool i'm i'm gonna stay in la because i like it here yeah but i don't have to drive two hours one way to get
1: to the office once a week dude that's amazing i walk 15 feet that way that is a huge life upgrade yeah dude congrats
0: yeah i'm pretty excited it doesn't feel real yet because like I got the offer, assigned it, I sent it off, I did whatever, like, onboarding stuff I'm supposed to do, and then, like, haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, like, waiting until I have to do the drug test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the lab corps, like, you have to have an appointment around here.
1: The way you said it made it sound like it was, like, a real tense thing, whether it would be, whether you'll make it or not.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the recruiter was like, I don't know if you partake, you know, being in California but we do have to have a drug test and uh you got to show up negative mm. unless you have a medical card needed or medical card to show that you need it I mm-hmm. it's like uh i think i'll be okay <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: Well, good luck I, I, good luck
0: thank you now I, I don't partake in uh in edibles often enough to like keep it in my system for a long time. Okay. Cool. No, good. It's just a pain relief kind of thing every now and again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy just started um, partaking for pain reasons and it says like completely changed him. He's feeling great. Um, Yeah. Not a, not a lot of, not a big like psychoactive level, but just like enough for pain and he's feeling so much better.
0: Yeah. No, I had, I had one time where I, um, I took a little too much, of a of a Rice Krispie Treat and <laughs> found myself on the bathroom floor thinking that I was going to die. Oh, man. And um, been kind of scared to partake ever since.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> that, was, that
0: was several months ago, too. I was like, I'm going to die alone in the bathroom floor. Like, nobody's going to know I'm here. Oh, man. My phone's somewhere else. The cat is outside trying to get in here. If I let her in, she's going to eat me. Like, it, was, it was a bad time.
1: Everything is so, um I don't know, like, concentrated these days. It's You really have to know your stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. If yep. you're going to partake in those medical places, it's like, yeah, you got you to gotta know your stuff. You got to know what you're getting into. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. Well, uh we really, you know, um we, we were debating whether to come on tonight because there's there's only a little bit of news and we have a lot of feedback in the in our uh in our stores of feedback uh that we still haven't gone through. Um because our coffers. yeah, our coffers. Our coffers are rich with much feedback from you guys, which is amazing. Um but uh we didn't have kind of that like core story for today except We talked about it on Multiverse News this week, but I really did want to talk to you about it, uh, which is, supposedly, Eldon Henson and Deborah Ann Wall have been seen on set with Charlie Cox shooting uh, Daredevil Born Again.
0: He rises from the ashes
1: like the phoenix. And with the other things we know about the show, uh, which, as far as we know, this also announced, Punisher will be returning officially... And of course, Kingpin, and um, the one that the one that really sticks out to me, the one that like really like makes me interested even more, and f- makes me feel like it's even more a uh, sequel, is Bullseye. They're bringing back the same guy who played Bullseye on oh, the the, Netflix the show.
0: Benjamin Poindexter.
1: Yeah, nice. He was so good. He was so good. I loved it. Bounce Devil. Yeah, Bounce Devil. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like they could have. Uh, Like it feels like Bullseye is a well enough known character, well enough, well known enough, (laughs) well known enough is what I'm trying to say. Well known enough character because of the movies he's been in and stuff. That maybe if they're recalibrating what they're doing with Daredevil, they might want to be like, hey, let's recast that, or you know, I can see them deciding on that because to to mass audiences, it's it's like a pretty well known character compared to others for Daredevil. So, like, I could see them wanting to, like, maybe change that, um, but they didn't, and that makes me feel like this is even more not just a spiritual sequel, not just, like, a reboot, but, like, this is a sequel to Daredevil. Yeah.
0: Like, a direct sequel. Yeah. I've I've seen all over social media that um, Kristen Ritter has been hinting that uh, mm-hmm. she's returning, and, yeah. like, she's, like, in makeup or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in... The dress, uh, in costume, is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, like in, like costume and makeup of uh, of Jessica Jones. Yeah, um, and like maybe like the the thought is she might be making an appearance, like uh, quick cameo or whatever, in uh, Daredevil: Born Again. Yeah, um, which uh, like fully supports that theory that you're having of like it is a direct sequel.
1: Yeah, I mean. It'd be rad to see basically all of the Defenders back, you know?
0: Every single one of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, all the side characters, everything. Just bring everybody back for Daredevil Born Again (laughs) and just, like, have Daredevil, you know, travel around. And I I feel like I'm really interested to find out, like, if they if they address the blip, you know? Like, what happened? Like, who got blipped, who didn't? How does that affect all their lives? Like, I really hope that's all in there. Because, like, yes, it would be great to see this, like, you know, Daredevil's show come back in all its glory, just like, you know, but like addressing Thanos and stuff would really make it feel tied in, you know? Um, yeah. But I'm I'm worried that it'll just be like, no, we want to keep making this show that's our show and we're going to just keep it grounded. And I'm like, no, no, no. Half of the people have had to have disappeared by now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> give me that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's something that I'd be interested to see is how – Like if if Matt Murdock did not get blipped, or like if he didn't get dusted, and we know he didn't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. We know he didn't. So he didn't get dusted. I want to know what everyone around him, you know, half the people around him getting dusted sounded like, Mm. like what he experienced as part of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Because like. He's, That's you know,
0: dark. his senses are incredible. His hearing's incredible. Mm-hmm. Just suddenly have half the number of, of heartbeats going on that he can hear at any time mm-hmm. is potentially terrifying. Oh, man,
1: what a cool thing to do if they actually, like, went through with that and had that as a scene. What if, like, that scene we see with Echo... I mean, like, also, you could have, um, you could have an appearance by um, Hawkeye when he was Ronin, you know, like you could do like, mm-hmm. you could do that scene that we saw in, um, echo could be like, you could find out the context of that scene inside of daredevil born again. You know, like what was he doing? What was he waiting on? You know what I mean? It'd be, yeah. it'd be really, really cool. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff they could do already that I see. They like bringing these strings together. Um, but they might just completely start something fresh and not really mention. It, it'll probably be similar to the old show. They'll probably mention like, mention once or twice about people that disappeared or something but like yeah. I, I doubt they're going to like
0: otherwise it doesn't really affect our daily lives yeah exactly
1: which i'm <laughs> I, I will find annoying but i don't know
0: yeah <laughs> like no on the street level this is this is a
1: big deal <laughs> yeah this isn't you know? something that you're like well that's something the avengers dealt with no half your friends were gone for 5 years <laughs> <laughs> man what how cool oh i would love to see like Matt loose, Foggy and Karen or something in the blip. And then he's got that five years where he's like dealing with like a lot, the loss of his closest people and he's kind of alone. Yep. And then they cut co- him, them to coming back, you know, like that, that could be so powerful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why,
0: but like my first thought was like, you know, he turned to alcoholism, got a little bit darker mm-hmm. and then uh, they came back and he's like trying to hide his problem from them. Yeah. Oof. Because like Little I didn't have a problem bottle. when you guys were here before, so I shouldn't have one now. But now I'm in too deep. I'm, I'm too deep into the bottle to give
1: it up. Yeah, that could be very dark. I, can't, I just be. Matt is such a. I mean, you know, he's a he's got his issues,
0: <laughs> but yeah, he, I,
1: he's also <laughs> such a boy scout, though. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't. I like he gets dark, but it's dark in this way that like. He, he he gets dark in a way that tempts him to becoming Punisher. Like, that's his level of darkness. But all of us watching are fine with Punisher. Like, we have our issues with Punisher, too. Sure. <laughs> but we're fine with watching Punisher as a protagonist. And so it's like... Sometimes he feels like he is, like like wringing his hands a little too much, you know, like we're like, let's just just kill. You're you're worried too much guy. You worry too much. Just kill Kingpin. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just take him out. I understand the moral dilemma of your life, but like, eh, (laughs) from us, for us as viewers, like that wouldn't, we wouldn't hate on you. It's really not that
0: big. He's not going to stay dead anyway. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I feel like that about like these characters, Batman, uh, Batman two, where it's like, you know, no, I don't kill that's why i just keep putting the joker in prison and the, or in an asylum where he breaks yeah. out and kills more people immediately like no you should just kill the joker
0: yeah all the all the all the blood that the joker has spilled is on batman's hands
1: <laughs> yeah like I, and I it's it's hard because like i i also really appreciate the moral question but sometimes those moral questions feel so far over the line where it's like right Yes, I understand that you're keeping that hard moral line even though the practical answer would be to do the dark thing. That's that's an interesting moral dilemma, but like sometimes you just need the guy <laughs> who's willing to pull the trigger, like you need the <laughs> punisher to come in and do his thing, you know? Yep, after
0: after 20 times of stopping his mayhem, you would think, you know, I'm kind of tired of cleaning up this mess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sometimes those heroes like that get a little tired for me. Where I'm like, oh man, just go for it, just just, just do, do it. it, just end him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably too dark. Sorry, is that too dark? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I'm very excited. I have questions. I'm really curious how they're going to handle the connection with the bigger MCU. If this will lead to connect more connections with the bigger MCU. Um, Spider-Man, of course, is something we've talked a lot about showing up in one of these shows. Um She Hulk coming back. I mean, we've seen him already on screen in the Spider-Man movie. Like, why wouldn't he show up in Deadpool 3? You know, like why why not? <laughs> Deadpool and Just Daredevil. Matt Murdock everywhere. <laughs> well, we've and we've talked about, you know, how perfect it would have be to have Deadpool and uh she hulk together because of the fourth wall breaking like do that but also y- if you already had Jennifer in there bring her boyfriend over <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <sighs> just come just give it oh, man, all to us be... it's time it's just, time marvel just give me all of it
0: man i i keep thinking like it would there's there's two things that i want to kind of or like i i would love to see in the Daredevil series of, like, you know, a, a flashback to when people were coming back from the blip, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one is very funny, and the other one is, like, breaks my heart a little bit. Um, The one that's really funny is, like, he's in a fight with some thug, and another thug gets unblipped right in line with, like, his kick, like he doesn't hit the guy that he's actually fighting. He hits the guy that comes back.
1: That's pretty great. <laughs> like he just
0: shows back up and
1: He's hanging out in like a very thug rich area, some warehouse that's just always gang members, like warehouse, yeah, yeah. like it's always a gang warehouse all yeah. the time. <laughs> it
0: really gives warehouses a bad name,
1: or or worse, like some other guy, just some dock worker or whatever. Oh god, like- just some like. Some rando. Yeah, he just gets dusted like, back into. He blipped back in, and he's suddenly kicked by Daredevil.
0: <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the the other thing. <laughs> sorry, that's really funny. Uh, the other thing that like breaks my heart is like he hears people coming back into being and heartbeats where there weren't heartbeats, and it's and he like recognizes. I've heard this happen before, but in reverse. And then he's, like, desperate to get back to where he left, or, like, where Foggy and Karen disappeared. Mm. And is just, like, rushing to get back there. Yeah.
1: You ever seen The Leftovers? I mean, the ones I got in the fridge, but (laughs) what do you... I'm sure we've probably talked about it before, because it's so related to the blip, but, like... The the Leftovers is the show about like 2% of people just disappear and the whole show is just about like what that does to society and like, <laughs> like it, it, it's interesting because like it's not really a mystery about like what happened it's just sort of like how does that affect everyone? Like yeah. just 2% of people disappeared so there's people who are like you know those were like those were there's religions talking about. Those were sinners being called, and there's other religions forming. They're like those were the saints being called to heaven, you know. And they're like, yeah, but but it just seems like it's at random. It just seems like random people get blip or like blipped, basically, yeah. And so the whole <laughs> uh, show is just like these characters trying to live in a world where like no one can explain why a bunch of people just disappeared, and so like a bunch of people are kind of just going crazy with the like. The uh, mystery of it all, but also like, what does it mean? What does the world mean? Like, it's 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 an interesting show, <laughs> really interesting show. It's good. Okay, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I didn't know if we'd ever talked about it, but it's a. Uh, it feels blip related. <laughs> it feels it
0: feels mildly blip related. I could see that being a, a thing though, because like I never thought about that as far as like as the uh, within the MCU goes. Like right. The blip would cause religious people to be like, "Oh my God, it's Revelation! Well, it's happening!" Well, that
1: for sure, it's the rapture. But also, like non like everyone would just be like, "There are big things going on beyond me." Like, and that's true. Sure. There were like Thanos is like snapping and causing the destruction, and all these people to disappear. And it's it, it, that's what I. That's why I really wish. I really hope the Daredevil Born Again and the Defenders era stuff. I don't know why this is coming up today, but like, I do really hope that like the Daredevil Born Again dr- is not only a sequel, but it does a really good job of connecting it to the MCU. Because I think like we've talked about it a bunch how like the blip is sort of this un- the blip on a street level is very unexplored, and I'd really like to know like what like what are people going through in that unexplored time, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, the the, the five-year gap seems to be very much unaddressed mm-hmm. in the MCU. Yeah, for as sure. It's like, eh, times were dark, and then you just move on. Yeah. Like, the, the Hayward uh, guy in WandaVision was just like, you don't know what we had to do to keep the lights on. And us as viewers, like, we as viewers are like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Show me. Tell
1: me. Tell like, me what you had to do. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> show curious. Show what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And then they won't. They just won't. Well, I, I do think it's very possible this show will. Or at least, like, may exist along that time frame. Who knows? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just... And it, and it doesn't have to... I just wanted to acknowledge it, really. I just hope it doesn't ignore the blip completely, because that would feel weird. Yeah. Like... Like, Karen and Foggy, let's say they were blipped, and, like, you come back to a world where, like, Matt has had to make, like, new connections and new friends, and there's just, like, new people in his life, and, like, five years later, there's, they come back, and they have to kind of find their home home in the world again, you know? I don't know. It's weird, man. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: (laughs) Matt's got a new, like, he's got a new Foggy. He kind of looks vaguely similar to Foggy.
1: <laughs> he's got the, this is a, a new Foggy and Karen, like, with just very similar face and hair, just, like, hanging out yeah. in the office.
0: What could be their stunt doubles. going
1: on here?
0: <laughs> or, oh, God, no. No, even worse. He's got, like,
1: he's got, like, Scarecrow versions. <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: Oh, I'm taking Matt to a dark place. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) That's real dark.
0: That sort of thing was on, um... If you've watched the Netflix series Arcane... No. uh, That is based in the League of Legends universe.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, man, it's a
0: really good show. Hmm. I've watched it all the way through, like, three times.
1: It's so good. Interesting.
0: One of the main characters, though, her, uh, her friends die in childhood. Um... Spoiler alert, it's her fault. Kind of. Mm. Um and she kind of goes nuts from all of this bad shit that happens in her childhood. Bad shit from bad shit, got it. In her little hovel later in life, um, she's got like stuffed versions of them, Oof. like sitting on the couch and you know, just hanging out where she uh is basically just talking to herself, but talking to them. And like the voices in her head are speaking for them. Mm, man. So, like, that's what I'm thinking of as far as like Matt Murdock having Foggy and Karen in, in the office. I don't
1: like that at all. But <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> at all for Matt. But like, I do like that. I mean, that, that could be a story. Like, that could be a character that's going through that sort of thing that like Matt either has to help or fight, you know? <laughs> One of those oh, yeah, two yeah, things. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of like the. Arkham City, uh, game where like you've got all the Batman characters all trapped in the city where it's been walled off or whatever. I don't know if you've played Arkham City. Oh, I oh yeah, love Arkham City. But like it's so been, good. But you, so you have these storylines of each of these like villains he has to fight, but they're all kind of enhanced by the fact that they're also trapped inside this walled city. So they're all kind of going through their own like. I'm going through, like it's already I'm the Mad Hatter and now I'm being driven madder by the fact that like, we're all being walled inside the city and now I want to fight Batman, like it it just I don't know, I could totally see like using like if they use the blip, if they use flashbacks to the blip or something like using that to enhance the reasons behind some of the characters that he's fighting and stuff like that Um, and some of the like madness that he faces and yeah could be really cool. Yeah.
0: Oh man, the the people who like uh like the Hawkeyes, you know, or the just like people who are inherently or not inherently, but people who were just generally good people that were driven crazy by like uh, you know, their family was blipped away in front of them and uh, you know, did some bad things, turned to a, a darker life. Like Matt even oh man, even if it was somebody like one of Matt Murdock's neighbors or something, like somebody he knows. And it's like, I know that you're not like this. I know that this isn't you. You're just, you're just going through a dark time, and we're all having to deal with this dark time. Like, you need therapy. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I'm just going to kick your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I have no choice. You're kind of going going after me. Yeah,
0: the other thing that would be really interesting to see Matt Murdock and really just the the law offices of uh, of Nelson and Murdoch hmm. and Page deal with is like there's got to be some sort of legal ramifications, some sort of legal problems that arise from half the population of the world disappearing. For
1: sure, we've heard a little bit about it in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and I think other things like talked about like people blipping back into other. Apartments where people were already staying, you know, because they're yeah, you know, they've been gone for five years. So yeah, like there's there's all kinds of stuff where like people's inheritances have already been distributed, stuff like that, like weird, you know, yeah, just relationship dynamics, and
0: you don't have a four hundred one k anymore because yeah,
1: it was passed it on, got dispersed, <laughs> or uh, or or like think about that, like oh, I could totally see a villain who's like driven by the fact that his dad died during the blip and his like brother like got the company or something like that. You know what I mean? Like one of those, like I forget the drama that's going on in like a uh, iron fist or whatever, where there's like the two people that are vying to become the leader of the company. There's like a sure. This is the two, the two characters are vying to become leader of the company. And Danny Rand is sort of like, comes in and disrupts the whole thing, but, like... He's like, no, actually, it's me. Yeah. Well, like the thing, <laughs> what if, like, all those people are blipped away, or some all those people are blipped away, and then it goes to someone else, and then they come back, oh, yeah. and they're, like, wanting to use their mass fortune to get their company back. And there's, you know, these, like, kind of weird storylines that could all, like, come from the blip. Like, cool ways to use the blip in all these stories you're writing.
0: You're not the CEO anymore, because you were gone. <laughs>
1: yeah but I think mostly it's the effect on the characters that I'm interested in like what you what they lost what they thought they lost what they got back like how yeah. how are they dealing with that like that's that's the stuff that really interests me
0: i would oh man I would love to see um a a a thing where like somebody got blipped away and a family member didn't, and the family member wants to like maintain their home you know you you can't give the home away you can't let somebody else sublet it because they're going to come back and like they're holding on to that that hope that they're going to come back something you know the avengers are going to fix it or whatever like they're going to come back they're they're not just gone forever yeah and like have to turn to matt murdock for that that legal help to mm. stop the the landlord from you know releasing the uh the the apartment or whatever mm-hmm. and then the the battle like internally of like should we give up hope yeah or should we uh should we hang on to that and potentially run ourselves you know super dry on money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that would be that would be something that uh you know very internally troubled Matt Murdoch would be a great uh vehicle for that sort of story.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's so much there. And like I just imagine that what we're doing right now, kind of bouncing ideas around and like is 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 absolutely something that hopefully they didn't well, I say absolutely hopefully, but hopefully that's something they did in the writer's room. I don't know that they'll like like I wouldn't want them to make every story related to the blip. I want it to like, you know, have its own life, but like it could absolutely be a source of 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 conflict for characters and yeah. the kind of street level conflict we need for a good Daredevil story. Yeah. I mean
0: and it's just it's such a big event.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like five years is a long time in people's lives. Yeah. To be gone.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Whew, well, uh that, that I'm just so excited for the show. Um, and, and the fact that it's just seems to be shaving up to be everything we've been asking for, for like five years. Um, like I'm very, yeah. very, very excited. This has been the five year gap that I've been feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so that the, the our Netflix shows were all blipped away and now they're finally coming back. Yeah. And it wasn't half of them. It was all of them. Mm-hmm. All of our friends were gone. <laughs> I killed all my friends. But let's read a few feedbacks and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll dive in. We'll dive into these and see what people are saying.
0: All right, looks like our first one's from Andre Sparks. He says, "Hey, hey! So I was listening to the two recent casts about stories we didn't know we needed and future genres and stories, and I gotta say, I loved it. I want to share an idea I had based on your stories. What if Kang is still a threat, but he sent his son to the past as a spy, sort of like your Wakanda spy?" Kang's son is sent to change the past to help his father. Somehow gets lost in time, so Kang doesn't know where he is. His son thinks his father has forgotten about him, so he becomes a hero, and instead of dating Cassie like, uh, like Kang does in the comics, his son dates Kamala, Miss Marvel, and becomes part of the Young Avengers. Kang learns of this from history in the future, and that's how Kang shows up in our time, to claim his son and our Earth. That would make Young Avengers important and worth watching. What do you all think? Keep up the good work, Andre.
1: Hmm, this is really interesting. And like, not only in a this is a little bit of a twist on the Iron Lad storyline. This is something that me and um, uh, I believe me and Ashley talked about this week about like how you would do the Kang thing and how you could bring back Kang without like it being too obvious that Iron Lad was Kang. We're talking about like. Maybe use a different character, but this is a nice twist on it. It's like, instead of making Iron Lad Kang, you make him someone else related to Kang. So we're all like, don't trust him, don't trust him. And then like, Kang shows up, and instead of saying, you are me, he's like, you're my son, and I'm here to get you, and he's still a mm-hmm. hero, you know? Like, So we've been mistrusting him because he's Kang the whole time, and then it turns out he's actually a hero who he's trying to stop his father, Kang, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I could
1: see that. I like that. I like that even in just the, like, I like the headcanon of that because now I have a thing I can think of during the movie if this ever happens. Like, who knows? (laughs) This could fall either way. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) He might not. He might not be that guy. But you also got, like, some interesting, like, themes with parenting. Like, something that people talk about being a parent is, like, once you have a kid, that's now your legacy. you know what I mean And Kang is all about his legacy being himself being perpetuated, you know like and improving and perpetuating himself and like it kind of runs counter to the idea of being a parent. you know what I mean like that once it's it's that whole like once you see your parent, kids growing, you realize you're being replaced and you can take that in different ways and I wonder if like how Kang would take being a parent. Like, obviously, I think Andre's (laughs) right. He would absolutely just, like, think this kid should serve him.
0: Yeah, you're here to do my bidding. I made you to do my bidding. Yeah. Oh, man. I like this idea, but, like, it doesn't make sense as far as, like, lost in time, not able to find him. What if we had that sort of thing, but Kang sent his son back in order to be a hero to set himself up? Like, to, Mm. like his son being the hero and like doing all the iron lad things is what perpetuates everything coming into play yeah. to let Kang take over and be the, the conqueror that he is.
1: Interesting. I like it. And then it's like, it's, it's that whole, uh, I mean, it, we, they played with this idea in Loki. It's, 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 a, it's an idea played a lot with in the matrix, particularly matrix two, where you're like, are you outside of the matrix? Really? Like, what if he yeah. sent him back knowing he would defy him and become a hero, but that's what he needed from him, you know? Yep. Like, he knows for a fact this defiant kid is not going to listen to him, and he's going to do what he, do exactly what Kang knows he's going to do, because he's Kang and he sees all. And then, then, then you have that same sort of dynamic from the comics where it's like, instead of like, you must now become a evil dictator or whatever, it's like somehow he has to choose to stop being a hero, you know what I mean? Or to, like, stop yeah. doing the good things that he's, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is the choice there at the end of that of that story?
0: He has to make that decision on, like, do I continue being a hero and helping the people I see that need help, or do I stop that in order to make sure that I don't set everything in place for for this guy in the future? Right. Like, You know, and is there a way that I can, uh, is there a way that I can do the heroing thing without setting up for him? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I, you know, there's got to be something that he hasn't thought of. Or if I do
1: the heel turn and stop helping people, is that now still playing into his hand? It creates this like complete paranoia where you're like, anything you do is anything your own free will. And like, that, that really is a, I mean that's a question we all sometimes have. Like, is that what? What can we do that's outside of the just like control that we've been like put in under? You know, like all the yeah. computers and social media and people and leaders and like influencers and all the stuff we am see I just in our playing lives. into
0: the algorithm. Yeah, am
1: I am I just part of the algorithm now? Like like that's yeah. that's a thing. Um actually that's, that's again played with played with that in like Westworld season four, mm-hmm. I believe. Um to really cool effect. Um, I thought. Um that I really thought that last season of Westworld got interesting again. Like I think the first season's amazing and then it's it's I think it got a little aimless for a season or two. And then that last I think it was season four is like really interesting um and it has like an algorithm that's like control like no it is not controlling everyone it's just they use like they have an algorithm that just like knows everything that's going to happen it's so good and knows everyone's mind so well that it just can like see behind like what everyone's gonna do and it's like oh no you're gonna die on this date because i know how all of the variables work right
0: if you've got all the data, yeah,
1: exactly. That's that's the whole thing. On that, the, they have a whole they they have like a like a god box that knows everything, and it's like yeah, yeah, and some company is like using it to, you know, make money or whatever. But like they do, like they do. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, I love sci-fi, man. <laughs> it's just fun. Yep, it's just. But oh, I, I think
0: though that Kang having that sort of algorithm is like. Absolutely up his alley, oh, and for like, sure. very much would play into that. Uh, you know, I sent you back for a reason, and you know, you're going to do the thing that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But do you do you do it because it's your own free will? Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. is is what you're doing going to lead to me? Maybe, maybe not.
1: Spoiler alert: It is. Well, and that's that. that that's it's so really great about the end of Loki. Um, just, like, that whole, that whole scene where Loki goes back and talks to him and has to figure out, like, you know, how to break the cycle, you know? And yep. still, did he? Like, we we think so. <laughs> At yeah. this juncture, we think so.
0: Yeah, there's, like, theoretically, he did?
1: Like, I say he did, but I put a question mark on it. Well, it's really cool, oh. because basically the whole thing is, like, that. Kang in that scene is just counting on the fact that Loki will continue to be the selfish Loki that he is that he's always yep. been and that he will make a, he will never like make the decision to just like sit at some end of like t- at the middle of time like saving universes like that's not the, that's not the Loki we know you know Yeah
0: He won't be like holding the time he won't become the new Loom
1: Yeah no way no way. Why oh, would you ever do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that like that turn when Loki like puts his finger up and then uh basically like turns the key in the air to like stop time.
1: Yeah. He's like, and you think this is the first time we've had this conversation. Yeah, it
0: blew my mind. Yeah. Like
1: bonkers. He he got an he got one over on Kang. It's so good. Ugh. i had to go back and watch yep. that entire series again. <laughs> I love it. Yep, Um, yep. Actually, Jay Vallejo here uh, is talking about that episode. Exactly. Let's hear that.
0: Yeah, Jay Vallejo, one of our patients, says, My theory for that insane episode six ending to Loki is this. I think Loki is holding the timeline hostage until He Who Remains, or the Council of Kangs, comes to get him uh, off the newly established throne. After all, he did tell He Who Remains that he will find a way to change the story. Either that, or he literally added himself or a variant of himself into each and every timeline to fight off any possible Kang variant in every timeline. So, basically, Loki will be everywhere that Kang is. My mind has so many theories going on, and it's awesome. Lol. Panda
1: Nation, stand up! Jay Vallejo. Hey, thank you, Jay. Interesting. I, I, I like I, I like it. I like it. And I like that there's... Like the, neither of these is how I took it at all. Like him holding sure. the time on hostage. I I think he's just like a new god sitting at the middle of the multiverse holding it all together. That's how I It's the god that of scene. stories. He's the god of stories. He's the god of like self-sacrifice and you know, just just someone willing to just give up everything to hold it hold the world together. The the whole like Atlas holding the world, you know. Like, but it's the multiverse. Yeah. He is, but he is Idrisil.
0: <laughs> it's like Atlas holding up the heavens, but it's really just like Atlas
1: hugging a tree. Yeah, tree hugger Atlas. That's who he is. Yeah,
0: giant <laughs> Yggdrasil Atlas. Just yeah, hold it all together.
1: Freaking hippies. <laughs> just, I, I, don't, I don't watch Marvel for the political content, you freaking hippies. <laughs> uh, the
0: thing that Jay said though um, about like uh, uh, Kang and Loki being in every possible timeline, yeah. like fighting off Kang in every timeline, that makes me think of that uh, that scene in Umbrella Academy where. Uh, five is fighting older Five.
1: Oh yeah, that's super. And they're like
0: just teleporting around each other mm-hmm. in slow motion, just blip 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 all over the place. Like it's that, but in different timelines. And like Loki defending against Kang, Loki swinging at Kang, like and then changing costumes between each one because they're all in in different timelines. <laughs> uh, and like. One of those has to be, oh, Matt, one of those has to be the gunslinger, like, Western Loki that we saw in What If.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would be so good. That would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, that that is a fun theory. And, I, like, yeah, like like I said, neither of these things I have thought about. And I love that, like, Jay has two ideas, and they're both totally reasonable and totally could be a thing that he's doing, but, like, w- we don't have really have evidence for it, but there's no evidence against it either. It's just such a vague yeah. ending that they could go so <laughs> many ways with it. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. It's, it's
0: just vague enough to be applicable in any
1: direction. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I, I, I love that. Oh, man. Well, uh... We've gone about 40 minutes, and that's about what we talked about, because uh, we were kind of keeping it tight tonight, because there's not a lot of news, in the, in, and we didn't have a, a commissioned episode prepped yet, so uh, this in the coming weeks, we're going to do some cool commissioned episodes, and we're going to get back to our Infinity Saga rewatch, um, but uh, we didn't want to leave y'all hanging on a Friday with no episodes, so we wanted to pop in and talk for a little bit. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the Daredevil stuff is so exciting. <sighs> It really it is. It really is. Between, like, I know there's so many, so many negatives and I know I've said the thing about like, Loki, what if, Echo, back to back, really woke me up. Like, I am so pumped. Like, it it, it covered over many secret invasions. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> covered over a multitude of secret invasions to get biblical with it. Um, but, uh, I now am faced with this thing looking to the future and like this year's projects freaking Deadpool coming soon Agatha before long and Daredevil born again before long like maybe next year but still like
0: those are and another season of what if
1: well yeah for sure there's a lot of little ones I'm excited for and and what if I mean I, I loved it I'm excited for it but like Agatha Deadpool and Daredevil are Way up on my list of things I want to see from the MCU, and I, yeah, Big just a deal. lot of cool stuff coming, guys. <sighs> just, just fun and, uh, Fun to speculate
0: Captain America Brave New World,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: which is what the next uh collector core box is going to be. Ooh.
1: and Thunderbolts yeah. is coming. Oh man, and Thunderbolts, yeah. Di- yes! Oh, did you, did you hear the other news? I, I think I feel like maybe we talked about this on Monday, me and Ash, but uh, was it
0: Stephen Yun? Yes,
1: Stephen Young exited and uh, out. mm, Mr. Pullman, I can't remember his name. First name, Bill. No, his son. Oh. Uh, Bill Pullman's son is. I was like, what? Isn't Bill Pullman like really old? (laughs) Yeah, he's playing Sentry. Uh, no, Lewis Pullman. Uh, Lewis Pullman is playing. Uh, is is their their top pick? Come in, and he just—he was just in lessons in chemistry. Did you see that? No, I did oh, not. It's very good. He's been in a number of things, but uh, he—he's really good. Um, and I'm excited for that. But also, uh, they—they they say that uh, melina and Bill Foster are supposed to be, uh, coming in Thunderbolts, which makes a lot of sense given that Ghost and Yelena will be there. Um, yep. But uh, yep. That's—that's that's really exciting. That is really just exciting. Adding cool people to stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more. I'm not as excited for either Captain America or Thunderbolts as I am for um those other ones I just mentioned, Deadpool and Daredevil and Agatha. But like I'm still really excited, and as they get here, I feel like my excitement level for the MCU is just gonna get bigger. Yeah. Mm. Get that hype train rolling again. It's rolling, man. It's rolling in my heart. <laughs> it never stopped, baby. It slowed down. It went uphill. It was but it was the little engine that could, you know. Yeah. Chugga chugga chugga. <laughs> I think I can, I think I can.
0: I, Miss I love how you almost went to major pain on that one. <laughs> <laughs> chugga 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 chugga. <laughs>
1: chugga 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 chugga.
0: Toot, toot.
1: <laughs> But man, it has it has <laughs> crested the hill and it is picking up speed. I am I'm feeling it. Oh man, let's hope it doesn't run off the rails like this conversation does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just what we do, man. That's what we do around here. The Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Peace.
0: Until next time, true believers.
1: Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon.com/MCUcast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here, and a huge, huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati tier patrons: Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Love you 3,000, my friends.